you know, you're saying that, and then out of the corner, you're like, Craig is literally wearing a loincloth, and he's fucking ham-boned at 10 in the morning on whiskey, and he's got a sword hacking my neighbor's rose bushes to pieces. And then the cops come, and I've got to tell them, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. This yeah. is normal. <laughs> Nothing to see. Don't worry about it. Move on. It's all good here. Carry on, officer. It's it's that day of the year. Yeah. Does this look good? I'm sorry. I'm yeah, good. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, you it makes it? me really wish I had hair. Yeah, you got face hair. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Yes, he does. Yeah, you, it looks like a one of those like basmati trees. You know what I mean? Your hair, like those fucking trees that like thousands of years old that have the root systems that are growing up in the air. Okay. It looks like Kramer. Okay. Minus Kenny, you got any uh, like uh, thinly veiled insults to throw my way right now? <laughs> you look like Kramer minus the N-word, dude. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Without the racist rants. Sorry. It's we'll a, cut this out. <laughs> non-racist lid. Yeah. Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast, guys. Hi, another, everybody. Another beautiful episode for you tonight. We have a very special guest, uh, one of my favorite Returning. humans on Earth. He's been on a few times. The owner, proprietor, creator, and fucking lord of the 86 Hastings Art Gallery House of Debauchery, or former debauchery, Brooke Dalton, Aww. drummer of the Spires. Yes. Uh, also the drummer of a band called Slow Burn back in the day. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast Ooh. again. Thanks, guys. It's nice to have yes. you on without audio issues or any of the other yeah. shit, you know? This is this feels nice. It feels uh, uh, clean and non-racist so far, and I can <laughs> give hear Craig the things a minute. you're saying. Give yeah. Craig a minute. No, I'm getting he, that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, he... I'll, I'll try to keep it. He, we're working on it. Yeah. We're Although we all it. know. We all know the real... We know where this is headed. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Oh, we are white men. We're hurtling fucking We are princes. the scourge of the earth. Yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. How are and you? I'm good, man. How do you... So, we've upgraded the studio lately. Yeah. Does it look like okay? It looks nice. I know I, you're an aesthetic guy, dude, so uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm more nervous with the art on the walls. No, you know? it looks good. I'm, I'm a little nervous that, that the slightest earthquake is going to... Uh, land right in one of your guys' trapezius. Well, unlike, oh, you mean with that thing? Yeah, you know with how you know how I feel luck about will weapons. be podcasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about weapons, bro. <laughs> I always, I I'm like Dwight Schrute. I have one within reach every single always. place I go. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know this. Maybe. I know. <laughs> That's the subtitle of your autobiography. <laughs> yeah, the Craig, the Craig Kasama story. I have a battle axe within reach at all times. I've ended parties with them. Yeah. I fucking, yeah. I've hacked your neighbor's bushes with them. Yeah. I've hacked, uh, you've eaten chicken off swords. I've done all of it for you, dude. All for you. Thanks. Dude. Everything I've ever done is for you, bro. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm blushing. Or because of you, I guess, is really the... Yeah, that's more likely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's going on in your life, dude? What are you um, doing? How's 86 House? We 80s? just went by the other day. I took Absolutely him there incredible. for the first time. Um, still looks the same in many ways, and you have incredible new art. But is anything special going on, or what? Um, you know, it's the same crew: uh, me, Shannon, Johnny, and Nels. But you know, Nels isn't there so much. But um, a lot of music. You know, yeah. even 
I work around music and then I'm in a band and mm-hmm. Johnny's in literally like five bands, <laughs> not, not joking, maybe yeah. more. Um, and then Shannon's recording music. So right. I think uh, in the grand scope of things, recently there's just been a lot more focus on music. Music, with the house. music. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, and art, but, you know, if you had to astral project and look down and, and judge the house, I think it's more of a music house right now than yeah. anything else. Well, you got some talented sons of bitches in there, dude. And Johnny. me. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and Brooke, yeah. No, I, uh, so uh, Jay, like I said, I, I've been telling Jay about the 86 house for – years you know and he had his own feelings about it he thought and then we went over the other day how did you feel about it it was amazing i thought the 86 house was downtown i didn't know it was over here when he when he brought i was like what the fuck yeah where what deceivingly (laughs) suburban yeah Yeah, very very (laughs) yeah and then i hear about all the stuff throughout the years i'm like how did you guys pull that off uh, barely is the answer. <laughs> yeah. And we're referring to the scavenger hunts. We yes. talked about previously. Yeah. Um, which were chaos, dude. I mean, but yeah, the, I, what but I was your telling neighbors Jay, must have at some point been yeah, like, most this is are gonna, okay. yeah, most of them are gone. Yeah, most of them are out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the rule was really you try not to fuck around in the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. So they saw the craziness at the house, but you would really try hard to not fuck with the, at least yeah. the, the initial street. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? True. Uh, which was uh, <laughs> kind of work, <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you're saying that, and then out of the corner, you're like, Craig is literally wearing a loincloth, and he's fucking ham boned at ten in the morning on whiskey, and he's got a sword hacking my neighbor's rose bushes to pieces. And then the cops come, <clears throat> and I've got to tell them, "Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. This yeah. is normal. <laughs> Nothing to see. Don't worry about it. Move on. It's all good here. Carry on, officer. <laughs> it's it's that day of the year. Yeah." Sir. And and there was like in at its height, the cops knew what was going on. Kind For sure. of, they knew that there was a day in the year where shit just went weird. Dude. For sure, like all calls were going to be like, mm-hmm. how many people ran naked through the mall? Yeah, or you know what? Who threw what off a bridge? They told me. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, <laughs> the cops told you that. <laughs> yep. What they say? How did that conversation? They said. Well, they talked amongst themselves, and then they came back and they said, "We, we figured out that this is today is the day. This is this is the this thing." This is the day, yeah. and that was it. Uh, well, I had handcuffs on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad someone's laughing. About that. Wait, was that because of the my thing? Uh, that was the time I had handcuffs on. Remember in front of the house? Yeah, that yeah. was because yeah. of my because of my list. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was trying to get you off the hook. I, well, you're, you're I, I'll take, I wrote the list. You, I mean, you did it. You know, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you know, yeah. It's, uh, it was, it's insane, dude. I mean, I still have Patrick Swayze as a centaur on my leg. Yeah, you know, as one does. Yeah, as one yeah. does because it was worth points. I don't like Patrick <laughs> S- Swayze or centaurs, dude. You know what I mean? You don't like Patrick Swayze? I do like Patrick. Okay. Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. Same man. Yeah. Him and Chippendales. That bit with Chris Farley was. The best thing he's ever done. I, is is he I, dressed like that? No, his top oh, half. I think he be. might. He has yeah, like a, a tuxedo. Yes, he top. does have the. He does have yeah. a tuxedo shirt. on. I'm glad you shirt. like it because it's on you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. But I, I mean, those days are over. I mean, you got the last one. Are you, we doing it? What's happening? I want to. Your, your I want to do correct? it. I want to do it. That would be the twentieth. That's a nice round number. It is. Um, I, I'm all. I'm for it. Right. Let's let's leave it I, at that. I'm for it. One of the things that I 
think that really helped and worked well for it was there was limited video <laughs> ability at the time. Yeah. Because you was, guys are right at the cusp of cell phones being a high-end video camera in yeah. your pocket. Right, right. Yeah. For the first two, <clears throat> maybe three, um, well, the first one, there was no photographic stuff. Right. So, it's just the, all so after that was when that's the, the photographs and videos started, but it felt kind of weird because there was a little, there was like this liminal area of time where only rich people could have cell phones with cameras yeah, on right. them. You know what I mean? Or it was Polaroids or whatever. Yeah, so we right? had yeah. a lot of Polaroids mm-hmm. and a lot of people doing one-hour photo developing. Right. You know, like seriously, yeah. you'd have to time it. You'd have yeah, to do everything exactly. with photos early in the day mm-hmm. and then drop it off at mm-hmm. Photomat or CVS or whatever and then get them back and, you know, so... Yeah. But then at a point, obviously, everyone just had cameras on their phone. And right. Changed, and it just changed everything. Yeah. But it's still not, and maybe, I just, it's not part of my world, but there still doesn't seem to be a ton of stuff that's out, out, out there because it was a lot of really ludicrous shit that was going yeah. on that if it was videoed. Kenny, well, we can't. Kenny, yeah. A lot of it. I, I really don't want to put it out there that much. Kenny has all, all the footage. He recorded a lot of it, at least for the last what four years. Yeah, and a lot of it is of me doing horrendous shit, dude. And you know, not a mean? lot like, of clothes though. Not a you. lot of clothes on it, dude. You know what I mean? So it's and Craig, I can't believe it has been have flagged. But don't way, look it up. You know what I mean? way more money than he does. <laughs> you feel me? Uh huh. Well, it's on yeah. YouTube, but if you could Google it, I'd be fucking shocked. Yeah, but if we could get more of it on YouTube, we don't need to. Get I, have, I have a, like an actual job that I really yeah. kind of want to keep, dude. Hold yeah. on, I'm telling you, You're I'd fucking, never be a president. Yeah, running for office <laughs> is not really out of my my. It's, it's out of my hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. So let's change subject. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is some footage for sure, and it's it, fucking horrendous. Some of it. So going and to, hilarious. You know, going, right? to yeah. the, going to the house yesterday was really really incredible, and it was not. Anything like, you know, and I actually, honestly, I didn't go into it expecting much. Like, I'd, I'd had no preconception of anything because I really wasn't thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. But then to go in there and see the artwork and, and the artists that were up there and, and how much stuff you have, yet so well organized and put together that it doesn't seem... Like a hoarder's house, like it, and there's a lot of stuff, man. You, I, you, you look at one corner and then you go, "What the, f- what, what? Wait, hold, oh, look at that photo. What? But what's that? And then, <laughs> yeah, ah, damn, man, yeah. You know, there's it, but it's all put together and and really, really, really. That's what impressed me the most, really. I mean, the caliber of art was incredible, and and the, the collectibles were really, really cool, and then the little weird odds and ends and stuff the fact that you got it all together and it looks so organized and put together and it doesn't just look like oh look he slapped a bunch of shit on the wall you know it it really is incredible man that's that's awesome i I like to hear that that's great yeah like that's coming from a guy who thinks that having one diet pepsi can in the bed of your truck is like ocd freak out time (laughs) you know first of all who the fuck drinks pepsi (laughs) I mean, let's start there. Yeah. yeah. It's true. And unless you're a can collector, you don't need it in the back of your truck. Yeah, I got them going. <laughs> I actually, you know what I did first thing this morning? I went and washed my truck and took a picture of it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for the record, I picked Jay up to go 
to 86 yesterday, and my truck's a fucking nightmare, dude. It's dirtier and shit. <laughs> And I, before he even got up there, I went, shut the fuck up. Cause I could tell, <laughs> I knew he was going to fucking start getting on me about it, dude. And man, did he just, he, all the whole way there. Every, the whole way there, dude. Just, he skipped a groove, yeah, right? Literally, yeah. It's, it's yeah. really difficult, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. So here's, here, a very I want to bring, bring something up and maybe we can talk about yes. this. We can put yeah. this on the table. You think that I'm some sort of like, uh, complete weirdo. Like you can't comprehend my uh, my psychological problem that I have with lotion, right? Like uh-huh. you think you when you think of me, you think of that, and you think that that is just hilarious and weird. I do, yes. Yeah, you. I yeah. know you do, yeah. but you bring it up every time I see you. And I didn't bring it up not once yesterday. Yeah, you yeah, did. did. Yeah, literally. <laughs> when we were out. leaving, though, yeah. right? On the way out. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that, that, that was, that's just. No, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. It, I'll tell you. But what here's it is. the thing: yeah. every time that someone makes fun of me for my my yeah, glitch, you're, yeah. I will find out about their thing. Oh, yeah. And I think that their thing is way weirder than mine. I mean, mm. that's just my perspective, my, yeah. my lens. But, like, are you, do you think that you're, like, OCD clean freak guy? I mean... No. Okay. No, I'm not. So what's I your... I think what, I have certain issues with, like, vehicles being clean and stuff, and it's just how I grew up. And the, the, how, the people that I grew up around, like, that's... Because nobody owns a home. Everybody... Like we all lived in like one bedroom apartments with ten of us, and like lived right. in just we had nothing. But what you did have is your car. vehicle, yeah. and what your sta- you do that was your status. Yeah, yeah right. and you yeah. take care of yeah. it. You know, sense. I mean, one of the things that always stood out in my life, in my mind, was this. I can't, I can't think of his name right now, and it's going to drive me nuts. But anyways, he was a hardcore gangster crip from L.A. I mean, he was legitimately hardcore. What up, cuh? Like constantly, his brother murdered three people in Lemonwood and went to prison for the rest of his life. He was fucking out of his mind, Val. And he pulled up and he had a car and, and and I was on a motorcycle and he had a like a Caprice or something. And I took my gloves and set them on the hood of his car and he reached over and punched me in my mouth. He goes, man, don't you fucking disrespect my car like that. You don't let nobody disrespect your shit. This is my fucking car. Wow. I got this car, and I take care of this car. You don't fucking let people disrespect your shit like that. Mm-hmm. Never left my mind. Yeah. And it wasn't... So it's, even, it's, most, it was, it's, it's it was only a, vehicles. Are you saying it's only vehicles? It, it Not all of them either, man. I treat my Harley like shit. But, it, <laughs> but my, it, it's, it's, I judge a person quick when I get in their car. Real quick, if if I get into a, a man's car and it's a complete pigsty, I just think the rest of their life is shit. I mean, it is it is kind of true in certain ways. You yeah, know what I mean, you see, like, there's I have a fucking neighbor right here. Walk past his car. There is a new pile of shit almost to the windows see, every oh. fucking week. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, and it's not the same shit. I will see mm-hmm. it cleaned, and then I will see another whole. I mean, I'm talking back seat, front seat. Every, you know what I mean? And you're like, this guy's a psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. My car is dirty from just fucking a week, two weeks of neglect. You know and, what and, I mean? And, like, and honestly, man, yeah. mine, I, my truck does the same stuff. Like, if I can't figure out how to wash it throughout the weekend, and then I have to go another week without washing it, I walk up to my truck and I go, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At myself, because I haven't cleaned my truck out. And then I'll get in my truck and there'll be... A little trash and a jacket in the back seat of the car, and I'll be like, "Man, my car is dirty." Do you it, fart in your car? <laughs> you not know really. Does, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, if I, I mean, if I, if I, if there's no choice, yeah, I'm gonna fart I in his car. I don't like to have fast food in my car. 
Like if I order food, a lot of the times you, I'll put it in the back. So you walk through the, the drive-through. No, no. <laughs> I, I, bring which, a, was, bring a which was on the scavenger hunt list many times. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times I will take if I order like a bunch of food or something, I'll put it in the back of the trunk instead of putting it inside the trunk because okay. that smell will permeate. The That's trunk. true. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but do you have? Do you think? Okay. Do either of you guys have a a, a glitch, a thing that like? I, I do. Okay. I do. And and we've talked about it a couple times. Files. Fingernail files. Filing yeah. your fingernails. I like Emery it. board type I, stuff? Anything. Nail file. You Go fuck yourself. I okay. can't. Nope. Not happening, dude. See, and I don't... Like, I, that's one. We talked about his... He's his heights. He has a couple things. You know, like, that's, just, that's just a phobia. Yeah, okay. I don't... I don't... <clears throat> do not fucking cannot stand paper straws. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. I paper straws. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like... pretty gross. But it can't even, like... If it touches my lip or my mouth in any way, I, I just yeah. I I yeah. It, I can't do it. Okay, man. so look, I, my thing is a tactile yeah. phobia. It, yeah, I can call it, it that. I don't yeah. care. It's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a touch based sensory yeah. phobia. Mm-hmm. Same with you guys. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Nels, um, his thing that he can't compute is, is that he is, cries is at, similar. He no, cries at musicals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all musicals. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, is anyway, yeah. a wooden spoon, dude. I'm with you on like, that. The wood I, I on your teeth, that. go fuck like a tongue depressor or like the the flash frozen <laughs> chocolate, yeah, you know. like a, like a Hagen Dazs, dude. Yeah, like, you can't, oh. he yeah. can't hang. I, I I have no problem with that. Yeah, that bums me out. But dude. so also, just so you understand, another part of how I grew up is is if you really like somebody and they have a fault, you hammer that fault. <laughs> Oh, true. It and is it, true. And if I, if you'll see, if I don't Hence like why somebody, he calls me racist. Yeah. 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 If I don't like somebody, I will literally go hi. Yeah, and that's, that's it. True. But if I really like you, I it's on. I'm I'm talking <laughs> shit on. because that's what everybody yeah. I grew up with. That's what we do. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, you walk in and and playing the look. Nine. Did you gain more nine, weight, Jay? You yeah. fat fuck. Jesus yeah. Christ, you know, or just because I was white or because whatever, yeah, whatever it was, there's a, and it was the same thing with my Mexican friends or the Filipinos or like, we all yeah. know what the fault is with Filipinos and with Mexicans. And there's a lot, oh, you know, so we, it was pretty easy to do, you know, I mean, hey, they, they had a hard work on the podcast. Okay. That's like... He's... <laughs> But with your tactile shit, and I don't want to spend all day on this shit, but it's a, it's a, it's, is it a thing? Like, did it start somewhere or just always has been? My mom said it started, she thinks when it was like around 10 years old Mm -hmm. or 11 years, somewhere around there. You're just like, fucking yuck. I'm going to throw it. I'm telling you, I think, here we go. I think what it is, is, is hair. Yeah. The idea of right, right. that, oh, that yeah, horrible yeah. crap. Like, in like to hair. be perfectly honest, I could probably have like a drop of lotion on the palm of my hand. Or yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't go on a 50-state killing spree if that happened. <laughs> what, but <laughs> if it was like the, the worst, the fucking worst, is yeah. imagining it on my face. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. oil on oil type of a thing. Like, yeah. a, you know, yeah. my fucking T-zone or whatever. Sunscreen, though? Oh, no, no. Not happening. No, no. Okay. Hell no. All right. I'd so, rather have a second-degree burn. And I have. <laughs> Then deal with that. So, yeah. right. what what happens when you jerk off? Um, I tissue constantly, or I, what happens if it actually you get ahead of yourself and all of a sudden you shoot it in your face because it's very lotion like. 
that doesn't are, happen. Jay. Are you? Are, it doesn't are you dry docking, dude? Are you fucking? You, yeah. Cooking? Oh, yeah. you do dry dock. You just oh. go dry. Guys, I don't touch lotion. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say it. I, I don't. Never, <laughs> I've known you for fucking twenty years. I was I've just never thinking about the that. consistency of of jizz is very lotion like. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you know, I get it. I don't. It's like you're like throwing it all over the place. Play-Doh or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he throws it goes it in away. Super soaker, just it does. But hey, if Johnny, you know, you drop a good load on your chest right before you go to sleep. It doesn't. You feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Brooke's face is. I've, I've rarely seen Brooke disgusted, <laughs> and that was the most disgusted I've ever seen. Him. <laughs> who, anyway. br- who brought the asshole? Yeah, it's well, yeah. He's like he's he's my Mark Stewart. Dude. I'll have you know we we. Uh, there's a friend of the house who was a doctor, a medical doctor. He mm-hmm. works out of Malibu. He's mm-hmm. a great guy. Mm-hmm. I won't say his name because he told me about a patient, and okay. patient doctor confidentiality or whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. So he came over a couple weeks ago to visit, and he said, "Like, hey, he had a <clears throat> talking to me. He said he had a uh, patient come in. It was a woman, and she had I don't know what she had, but some sort of skin condition, some mm-hmm. rash or or something, hives or something. And so he prescribed." whatever it was, a cortisone fucking salve or some evil balm or some shit. (laughs) And she looked at him and she said, absolutely not. And she gave it back and she's like, I don't doc. I have this fear of lotions and, and oils and stuff and whatever it is, not going to use, we got to do plan B because she'd rather get, she'd rather get a shot, anything like that. But she, she straight up told him, if you prescribe me lotion, I'm not going to fill the prescription. I won't take it. So let's right, work. Right. Let's just get yeah. past that yeah. right now. It's and not. He, a, and he uncommon, was like, you know? "You're the only other person." He told her, "Is like, I know I have a friend who's like exactly like." Oh you. really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, we only harass you because it's honestly, it's the one thing we can make fun of you of. Really, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, you know, it's the one. It's one real thing you could just you. I can get my my first love to get is to get Brooke to laugh. And my second is to get Brooke to fucking wince and go, you know, yeah. so it's, it's a, it's a bit of both for me. Mission accomplished. I know. I, and I've been nailing it for 20, mm-hmm. 20 years, but what um, is up guys? Uh, we're very excited to announce that we have a sponsor for this week's podcast. And that sponsor is the seaside tattoo show. Uh, it's going to be an incredible event. The fifth annual. If you haven't been before, you should go now. It's amazing. Ventura Fairgrounds, June 9th through the 11th. That's a Friday through a Sunday. They have a lot of stuff going on. Over 100 licensed tattoo artists and body piercers. Uh, The whole event is going to be hosted by actor-model Hoon Kim. There's going to be 20-plus tattoo contests, kids' art zone, uh, face painting, henna, 40 unique vendors, and burlesque performances every single night. Uh, this event is amazing. I've been attending for the last five years, and I plan on attending this year. Uh, there's going to be some amazing judges. The guy that does my tattoos, Jojo Ackerman from the 10,000 Waves uh, Tattoo Shop there in Sherman Oaks. The, all the whole shop's coming out, and they're all going to be part of the judging. Um, there are some amazing artists that are going to be doing tattoos. So please come on out. If you guys want to get tickets in advance, go to the SeasideTattooShow.com. Uh, kids are free. Uh, it's kid friendly event and it is going to be a good time. Get heavy. will be there recording a podcast with my favorite human Jojo Ackerman, why he tattoos big J. So we'll be there on Sunday, hanging out, come out and join us. 
June 9th through the 11th. Ventura Fairgrounds. Let's do it. Um, I did want to get into the art shit. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, the house, we talked about it last time. How many? It's like over, it's 300, 200 fucking pieces. Yeah, have you ever, yeah but I haven't counted in there. a while. At one, <clears throat> at one point, it was, uh, it was around 250 pieces, mm-hmm. and I've got plenty since, since then. Yeah. So Probably virgin on 300. I'd say probably somewhere around 275 or somewhere, somewhere up there. Yeah. How, um, and I, I, we've talked about your love for comic books and, uh, you know, the beginnings of how you started to fall in love with art and all that shit Mm -hmm. in the previous, but like at this point now, like you have such a, a, and I can't tell you guys how (laughs) impressive this shit is because it's a lot of incredible fucking artists. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. Look through juxtapose. It'll be like, oh, okay. You know, but how do you approach it now? Like with, getting the because it's not like you're getting them for free you're paying for you're paying for some of them some of them you probably get for free yes yeah, some but how do you approach it like what's the conversation like at this point like you send them hey i have a list of fucking guys here kind of i mean that. that that's how it um well that's how it it started to branch out originally okay. like uh when i first started with it it was it was all local artists okay and you know at the time it was really hard for artists to get their stuff seen. Right. We have a community-based house, and we're, a lot of people were coming through, and so it was a it was a way to kind of show the community with the with the '86 running theme, and then also there's a lot of just quote artistic people that were coming through. Bands would, you know, touring bands stay on the couch, and they they would get turned on with stuff or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd have a party and people would come, right. people who'd never been there before and, and so on. So, you know, we got, I don't know, 15 pieces or something like that from really great local artists. And then I thought, because I was such a fan of, like you said, the lowbrow scene, <clears throat> right? the juxtaposed scene back then when mm-hmm. in, in the early days. And my friend Andy Proctor, who, who you know... Um, Amazing artist. He, yeah, he's great. He's, he's he would. Amazing. He was. It's really all his fault because he would. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'd go to uh, art shows in L.A. all the time. Oh, okay. The, that type of stuff. We were in on it really early. So, right. Um, and so whenever there was something that popped up, we'd hop in the car and right. go down there. And so we started getting. Um, sh- you know, we were introduced to this sort of scene down yeah, there. This culture early, yeah. and so at some point I was like, I, "This is what I want." You know, I don't want it just to be. Con- completely a localized thing i I want to reach out because some of my favorite artists are around the globe you know right so um yeah eric white was the first he's still he's my favorite artist of all time Mm -hmm. and uh he was the first one that i ever really reached out to and said i got this is what i have going on Mm -hmm. love to have you part of it what do you think if not no harm no foul right right. and uh and he did so he did a he did a a piece and and really from there it was kind of a resume building thing it wasn't ever really the plan it's not like a, a tool that i wanted right. to use but you know when you approach someone and you go yeah this person and this person and this person have done it what do you, if you if you're interested we'd love to have you too and they start wow they did it yeah and, <laughs> and it takes like a because the art scene is it, as big as it seems it's pretty fucking small mm-hmm. everyone knows someone all it takes is one text like, is this dude a weirdo and it's like no he's actually pretty cool yeah fuck okay you know yeah. what i mean and that's a, it's like the same like for touring same fucking kind of you know the same community sure. it's like it's a small community you like this guy wants to fucking 
book a show here. Yeah. He says he knows this dude. Is this dude fucking weird? Totally. Yeah, he's kind of weird. All right. Well, and, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think, you know? you know, water seeks its own level. And if you're if you're a, an, an asshole or you're, right. you you mess people over or whatever, you're not going to you're not going to go far. I mean, right. in, in the art world, you might if, yeah. if, if but people aren't going to like you and yeah. want to do things for you, you know, and it's uh, and it's going to spread. People yeah. will stop dealing with you. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, that's the, just you kind weed of... yourself out pretty quick, you know. And and we talk endlessly about Ventura County and Oxnard being, I mean, kooks don't last. You know what I mean? Yeah. The real fucking weirdos get weeded out pretty quick. Yeah. Out, yeah. Of, out of whoever's whatever scene you're involved in, like our the overall community for Ventura County is is like you got about fucking two three tries of being a real weirdo unless you're built in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, we're and, lucky. And everyone's like, eh, I don't know about you, man. You know? Yeah. Like who? <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. No, we're lucky in a lot of ways. Yeah, we are. We and really and are. and the one thing I really appreciate about your house is I really have to, and I I have to pry to get the real. It's the art is impressive. The people that fucking do the art on your walls are impressive. Mm-hmm. They're impressive gets. I have to always pry like to get like the, who it is, you know? So it's like, I know you're not doing it. First of all, you don't sell them. You don't no. fucking, it's, it, you're a private collector. Yeah. Nothing's for sale. You know? And it really is like, it's, it's the best kept secret in fucking Ventura. You know what I mean? And you're not open to public. You know what I mean? It right. is your fucking house. And Jay said immediately after he left, he's like, and I don't want to broadcast this because you have an incredible security system at the house. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, to protect all that art is like, you have to have something like that, right? Assumingly, you know what I mean. So it's, but we don't surround ourselves with fucking losers, you know what I mean. And that's, you know, how many yeah, times yeah. have you really had to kick someone out of your? No, path, there, there's you know an element I mean? like, of trust for sure, yeah. in, in in all kinds of, you know, aspects of who we hang out with, who who's gonna talk about you, who's gonna get excited about what they just right. saw, you know, all all of that. So right, um, you know, it's. You you treat people how you want to be treated, and that's a little mm-hmm. golden rule cheesiness right, right there. But if you're nice to people and you respect people, right. it, it comes back. You know, Absolutely, like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a trip because I mean, even like with the small concerts you do, every, and it's still like, uh, God, Crooked Fingers. What's yeah, Eric Bachman. Eric Bachman, like you know, plays at your fucking house. And yeah, you're like only a couple people know about it, and that's what it is. But it's like to have that dude like. Play your pad is so cool. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, what the fuck, man? You know, you know it's really neat because um, you, you're just talking about it. You, I kind of realized, like, it's not just, like, a transaction. Like, if I... No. There are some artists that I've done a commission piece for from or whatever where, like, that might be the last time I ever like, sure. text them or call them or write an email to mm-hmm. them or something like that. But we'll stay in touch on social media or whatever. But there are others that, like have become true friends, like good, good friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Eric White, the guy that I mentioned, who's my favorite artist who got the whole thing started. He, um, I see him once a month now. We hang out. Oh, really? Yeah. And I go down to Hollywood and we, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. You know? So he'll just text me in the middle of the night and just be like, Hey, don't stormtroopers have the coolest costumes? Like, fuck yeah, they do. And then we'll, (laughs) we'll just, you know, like, like, nerds unite and go. So, you know, and then like Eric Bachman, like you just mentioned, like, you know, Arches of Love just, uh, they played in LA a couple months ago or a few months ago, I guess. And, um, you know, he put me on the guest list. I went down at like, like three o'clock in the afternoon or something and went and hung out with those guys for the whole day, like the whole night, like just me and them hanging out. It was really, really cool. It's like, um, 
that would never have happened if he hadn't have come to 86, you know, so. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm, I don't take anything for granted. No. I understand that it's, uh, it's not very normal. And, right. uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm real happy with. Who's the biggest, uh, do you have like the biggest get like at your place that you like, you look at it and go, fuck, can't believe that fucking dude did. It. I mean, I'm sure you have a bunch, you know what I mean? But like it's when I showed up yesterday, yes. <laughs> big J, <laughs> big J, that was it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure it's a little hard to narrow yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of picking your favorite kid, but you know, um, I can, <laughs> his name rides with Smonson. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, she's um, and it's funny the one that's really his favorite. He didn't. Nobody mentioned his king. I know he's. He is, yeah, Sophie's choice. Yeah, I'd make it, but I wouldn't like it. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a little the, the favorite. It's hard, it's hard. It's different. Whatever mood you're in, or, or um, I don't know. Eric White's is is very special to me. Like I'll tell you this: that you kind of always hypothesize, like, what if your house is on fire? What do you grab? And right, like, like photos and and paperwork what and would you do? things you can't replace. You know. Yeah. Well, when the when the Thomas fire happened, right. I was actually put in that right. fucking situation. Oh my god! And it was a horrible nightmare. But the 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 first thing that. I grabbed was the Eric White piece. Really? You know? Yeah. Were you you were, and you didn't rip every? I mean, I'm sure you ripped some shit off the walls. Dude. We ripped almost every single almost piece every off the single walls. piece yeah. off the walls. It was intense. Yeah, dude. Because I mean, dude, the, yeah. If you weren't here and you don't know about it, the Thomas fires, a thousand houses in Ventura County, Ventura yeah. almost alone, fucking burnt to the ground. Not very far from your path, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a block over, just over, maybe. just up yeah. the hill, and. Yeah. The thing is, is the winds were so intense, you yeah. remember. It was like... 70, 80 Yeah, they were blowing winds. like... Yeah. It was burning like a football field every like like minute or something right. like yeah. that, you know? And so it didn't take much because there was tons of uh, embers and ash flying everywhere and swirling right. all over the place. And, and your house landing is a on bit our of a roof and, you know, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I was in that situation. Yeah. And I, it was actually kind of beautiful because... I filled my car up with every single thing I possibly could. Uh-huh. The roommates grabbed stuff. And then I'm not kidding. It was kind of like a, a, a movie or something. But like friends and family, like my mom just pulled up. Right. And then my stepdad pulled up with his truck. And we just started throwing everything we could in there. And wow. then Tim Gross pulled up out of nowhere right, with a right. pickup. We filled his truck with, wow. with stuff. Nell's brother showed up. Just threw a ton of stuff. Like, yeah. Carmen, you know, like all these people, I didn't ask them to. They right. just showed up just because, and that was really, really yeah. special. That was that cool. So, yeah, I mean, luckily nothing happened, but, uh, you know, we we did get, I'd say, 90% of the stuff off the walls and out yeah. safe. So. Have you thought about getting some fireproof, like, lockers to put outside or something? Um, hopefully that's the last time we'll ever have to deal with anything like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. hope. I mean, Very optimistic. It is, but you know who knows man yeah it's fucking it would be i never even because when that happened i was living in ohio and i was like fuck all this shit like i didn't you know what i mean like i i obviously i have some stuff i grabbed we loaded up a truckload of shit and i was like i looked at my shit and went fuck everything here you know what i mean like also also i have kids i have a wife you know what i mean so it's like i do have people that i really need to make sure i'm like get get the shit out you know what i mean but um, yeah, it's a, tr- it's a trip, man. I mean, when you go in there, it's, you know, it's awesome. It's it's very cool. You know, and the culture you created, you know, 20 years of fucking having a great time at that place and never, I was the only problem, you know what I mean? Like, and not like a bad, you know, that's I don't, not true. I mean, 
I was ridiculous. That That's true. Only when I was asked to be. You know what I mean? Or even poked or prodded to be. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I've never seen anyone get booted out or drug out or have to get beat up or, you know, any of that shit, you know? And it's really? I do appreciate you so much for creating the culture for multiple generations below you, you know what I mean? Accepting and, and loving everyone. Oh, like, thanks, you know, man. And, and, I mean, shit, dude, you haven't got even close to canceled yet. You know what I mean? It's incredible, dude. It's <laughs> When does this air? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Because yeah, just... Jay's drooling and he's looking at me right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I, something I did want to ask. All this new AI, chat, chat GPT, oh, yeah. AI art, all that stuff, dude. Like, I mean, you're pretty well versed in the art culture. How do you feel about that stuff coming? Like, is it even a consideration for you? Or do you see artists fucking tripping? Because we have the Screen Actors Guild going on fucking strike right now, right? Yeah. Which is a big deal. Yeah. It, it, that was the cause of reality TV back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the big reason is because AI. Like, AI, chat GBT, all the art that's coming out. You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you frame your head around it in a certain way? or? Um, well... I mean, who am I to try to be a speed bump for technology, you know? But I, I, th- I think it's, A, it's interesting. A, it's kind of like we're living in the future. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a strange beast, for mm-hmm. sure. It's kind of Skynet. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I, if some artist was, said, I'm an AI artist, would you be interested in buying a print or something like that? I, I would say thanks, but no thanks. But right. um, I think I'm, you know, I'm older and it's just kind of, to me, the appreciation of, of art and the talent of an artist is is kind of like a superpower. And I've said this before, but it's like, you know, Spider-Man can climb walls and Superman can fly across the, the globe. Mm-hmm. And an artist can either look at something and, you know, through uh, have have it entered through their eyeball synapses fire electricity goes down their arm and they can either duplicate it or they can imagine something right and have that image go down their arm and and they duplicate it it's to me ins- that's incredible the, that's the meat of why art. i love art so much because right. i can't do that so i don't really grasp and i know you can you know obviously you learn it and you can go to school and, and just like anything else but to me it's like a superpower mm-hmm. and ai is not a superpower it's a program mm. they're different Right. And there's some of the results of AI are are really cool. And there's some really interesting, I'm not even saying that, you know, it does all the work. Like you have, you know, you have to be creative to get something creative out bit, of it, yeah. I would imagine. Um, where I would be more scared of it is more on the writing side. I think, right, like you yeah. said, like there are. Yeah, because you are, an, you're a writer. You write for, I mean, I know you've written articles and, yeah, and yeah. magazines. And, yeah, but I see like yeah. marketing departments getting hit. Right. And yeah. I mean, we're almost to the point where you can trust these yeah. programs to, you know, you, t- you put in a few keywords and, and right. uh, workbook phrases that you want and stuff like that. And then an article spits out. And right. Yeah. So I could see where, you know, Screen Actors Guild or, you know, copywriters or, or editors or, or journalists, you know, are, are right. just kind of saying is this it like but that's like that's have you heard any like backlash from the artists themselves yeah. because i can i can put in right now 
Give me a Mark Ryden painting of fucking blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it will put out something pretty close. Yep. You will not see the beautiful definition in the strokes or the lack of fucking strokes in that art. But it will be pretty close to the naked eye on a fucking computer. Like, what is the backlash that you've heard? I mean, it has to be that sentiment. You know yeah, I mean, I mean from I've heard, artists themselves. I've heard straight up vitriol. People just pissed about it because... right. I mean, imagine you spent your life working hard on a craft, like a specific craft, right? and you get replaced in the blink of an eye. You know, it's like these sci-fi stories from the 50s where robots take over. Totally. It's, it's, it's been going and on. They're, they're pissed. Yeah, and it, it's been building yeah, up. It's sure. not an overnight thing. But, you know, I, <clears throat> there's kind of two camps. It's the people doing it, and it's the people buying right. it. So the people doing it, Knock yourself out. If if you're the, if that's how you're being creative and you're coming up with cool ideas and weird images and and whatnot, then okay, neat. Sure, I'm do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to pass it off as yeah, buy my Someone's art type work. of a thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. And right now is where the I'll call them true artists, but you know what I mean. Like they mm-hmm. they're they're pushing back and fighting it, but a generation from now. That might be all that there is. I, I, and know? that's what I wonder about, you know, because I've heard songs, new Nirvana songs. Yeah. Not by Nirvana. You I know, know what I mean? By a fucking computer. And you're like, this is passable. Yeah. It's better than anything Metallica put out in the last fucking 25 years. You and know what I mean? It's like instant gratification. And it's crazy. Like, you can literally put in a fucking song and, and the, with this singer, and it, it will spit out a song, dude. Like, that's yeah. not bad. You know? And it's like... And I just wonder, like, how do artists? Uh, there will always be the true, true artists. You know what I mean? And the and the fucking sad part to me is you spend a lifetime building the skill, the cr- trade, the craft to make the thing. You put out this insane body of work, and then you fucking watch a kid who's twelve years old go, yeah. "I want a fucking, uh, I want a Banksy piece." Bloop bloop bloop, doosh, and like, and it's close enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, how? how devalued is art or there's an argument in my brain where the art can be more valuable now, because if you find out it is a true original piece of art and not some AI generated piece of shit, does that add to the value of the art or does it fucking take away from it? And how long? Yeah, it might. Yeah. I I could, I could definitely see that, you know, like anything else there, there could be some shisty stuff. If it's not already happening, that happened very soon, where people are trying to pass stuff off. Cause. Right, there's always going to be shysty. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's like there's you look at or you hear about guys that have counterfeited artwork that yeah is insane. Like they go to figure out exactly right. what ink <laughs> down to the stroke, down to everything right. to make a forgery. You know, right. I think what's going on in my opinion is is like we're just at a point where we're all going. Oh shit! You know <laughs> because yeah. there's a lot of people, a lot of people in this the this world that are really gonna there's there's not gonna be work. You're gonna it's gonna go back to, you know, the, the person that hand makes the belt is the person that's gonna sell the belt. Yeah, you, you know, mm-hmm. and you're gonna start looking back into people that are actually doing stuff themselves. And I want honey that I'm getting from a beekeeper. I don't want honey from a factory. I want. You know, there's a farm up the street. I know they make milk. They have the cows. They do it. They're processing it. I want to get it from them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
the problem with all of that is, is the only people that are going to get it are the people that can afford it. And that's getting to be lower and lower and lower amount of people. But yeah. it's the equivalent of, you know, love motorcycles and <clears throat> it's the equivalent of everybody going, well, I'm not getting fuel injected. Why would I get fuel injected? I like carbureted. I can mm-hmm. work on carbureted. I don't want fuel injected. Nobody thinks about that shit anymore. Yeah. Right. You know, but it also is a big factor of why I think that a basic income for everybody under a certain amount of money is going to become a necessity, you know, because there's not going to be, you know, there's not, I mean, there already isn't any factory work really. There's no, you know, basic tradesmen, like tradesmen work is you can't really get rid of somebody that can build a house, Yeah, you know, but there's like... You can talk about 3D print houses all day, dude. Yeah. You ain't going to fucking do any work no. faster than a carpenter on speed, dude. It's just no, not dude. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just not going to happen, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> like quantum computing can't do that, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's fucking, I mean, it may not be straight, but it's going to be up yeah. there, you know? It's crazy, you know? I don't, when I go to stores, I, I do not like to do self checkout. I try really hard. If I can avoid it, I will avoid it at all costs possible. Yeah. Because the more comfortable we get with it. The less human interaction you're going to have. And and, And that's someone's job. And that's someone's job. I mean, really, it's the biggest one is it's somebody's job. And Mm -hmm. they already took away the pay and the benefits that those people that do work those jobs get. So now it's getting to where... You don't need anybody at the front register at a yeah. McDonald's anymore. You walk in and you prep, prep, people, prep people. your order, yeah. and then somebody walks to the counter and goes twenty three. Yeah, and you walk up and you know get your yeah. I mean, there are it's going that way. You know, what I mean? yeah. We're, like I said, with the the writer strike that's going on right now, it's it's pretty fascinating. It's a great conversation for what it does to the creative mind. You know, you what know, I mean, like I didn't, what is the creative mind worth? You know, what I mean, and for me, it's worth a lot. Well, it's also the the history of the you know the WGA and the the people that are in that union. It, they built the foundation, right? They're the ones that you know. Sure, you can type something in and say, "Spit me out the next Marvel movie." Mm-hmm. But there have been thirty Marvel movies written by human beings beforehand that mm-hmm. sit in meetings. That's their job, right? Is to, they do that eight hours a day and they bounce ideas off of each other mm-hmm. and they know what the fan base wants and they know mm-hmm. what they need to mirror as far as the books go and what you know they do these. Right. There's no these, AI these that's going to create Mandalorian, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That has to come from the mind of a fucking psycho fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just no Mandalorian is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, there's. There's a lot of it's. It's just so weird because I I just I'm constantly like the convenience is killer, you know. Like for me to like get drunk and type in Jat GPT and and make it explain Ukraine like Macho Man Randy Savage is wildly entertaining, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's so fucking hilarious to me, and it's pretty spot on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, but also in the other aspect, you think about artists that are being ripped off and the writers that are moving and creators and. I mean, even like fucking special effects editors, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just all this shit that's coming out. Special like, effect ed- editors took well, away. I guess they kind of they took away stuntmen's jobs. This they took true, away yeah. a yeah. lot of you know that whole right. thing. So yeah. it's just it's all continual steps. But it's exponential. You know, it's gonna get. It's mm-hmm. yeah. You know, every year that goes by, technology takes some crazy leap forward. Oh, yeah. You know, so in the big picture. 
I mean, what is four years from now going to look like? Right, you know? it's like getting exponential every year. Yeah, like you it's said. going to look crazy. You know, yeah. I was um, I uh, fucking fucked me up today. I was listening to physics. Rogan. I was listening to Rogan. He had uh, Michio Kaku on. He's like a, he's the guy that invented string theory. He's like this crazy Japanese dude. He took Albert Einstein's <coughs> theory of everything and went and took it the step further to create string theory. Right, and he had wrote a whole new book on quantum computing. You know what I mean? And it is fucking me up today, dude. Like, because like, it's just the the processing power is going to be so above and beyond anything we could possibly imagine. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And right now, it's it's archaic. You know, even with all this AI shit, you see art, you see all kinds of stuff. But there's like, I mean, this thing, this thing, computing in atoms. It's not ones and zeros. They're literally working with atoms. You know what I mean? And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, our whole, our whole world could change here in the next fucking 20 years, yeah. you know? It's like... But it's always changing. I know, but it's... I It just... Being a I mean, futurist, well, it wasn't you know? that long ago. There's still people alive that were, rode horses to school. I know. You were, I mean, right there, Let's right? not get that carried away, bro. Come on now, man. That's a pretty big reach. Is it? Yeah, it's a pretty big reach. Not even, not even really close, man. You want to talk about somebody getting on a horse? I couldn't, I couldn't at all. Yeah, I hate him, dude. That's the scariest <laughs> animal. Fuck horses, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. Those things are pieces of shit. But it, it really, him, it's you know, a hundred years ago, people were still riding horses right. yeah. like as a thing. Yeah, you know, and they were looking at people in cars going, "Who's going to do that?" Right. You're going to get in a car and ride across the country in a car. Right. That's just stupid. Why yeah. wouldn't you do it on the yeah, horse? That's true. You know, it's just to see how it. It's just going to affect. Like, there's already generations of people right now that don't know what work is, like what to physically get out there and do stuff. Like they don't give a shit about getting behind the wheel and driving a car. They don't care about anything like that because they have their own little world going on in the metaverse. Well, work, work for, workforce philosophy has, there's no doubt. And I, I'm not being like, get off my lawn, you know, back it's in my fact. day type of thing. Right, it's, right. It is a fact. And it's, it's nuts. Like loyalty to a job mm-hmm. or um, that, you know, Puritan work ethic, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, so rare it nowadays. Is. Crazy. And I, just yeah. just from my, you know, DW where I work, mm-hmm. it's it's the turnaround rate is insane. Right. And it's mm-hmm. not like really anything that we're doing. It's it's, it's this the work. It's these these. Well, it's also the job market. You right. know, so the job market, especially over the last say two years, has been, you know, it's been an employee employees market world. It's their market, right? right. So. If they don't like something, they just boot scoot and go yeah. on to the next thing. They're going to try that out. Yeah. And if they don't like that, they'll go to the next thing and try that out. And, right. you know, it's um, it's weird. It's yeah. weird to watch, it, for it, sure. Like, where, where I work, when I got hired, it was a job that was desired. Like, you really wanted this job. Mm-hmm. You're going to make good money. You got all the benefits. You got the retirement. You got everything. Prostitute? Yeah. Uh, there's, you know. <laughs> but now, now seller, like, dude. now with with what Jerry Brown did with the pepper act and, and made it to where, you know, these, I don't have to pay for certain things that now these younger people have to pay for. And then at the same time, 
the companies shifted everything around so that the people coming in aren't going to make as much money as yeah. I do. And it takes them twice as long to make yeah. the money. Mm-hmm. So then why would you be loyal to right. it? Right. Why, right. if you're, if you're going to pay me 25 bucks an hour, which is not a whole lot of money anymore, no. if that's what you're going to pay me, why would I be loyal to you? Right. You know why? And and I have to work there until I'm 70. So if I get a job when I'm 23 or 24, yeah. you have to stay and work years, there until yeah. you're, you know, what, yeah. 63? 65, 64, 70. Yeah, yeah, 67. I think I'm 65. I think the generation after me is 67 years old. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, it's, it's, France it's, is burning to the fucking ground over that. Because they know? raised it. Yeah, because they know. raised it from two to four, 62 to But that's four, what they should you know? be. There should be more people yeah. because we're such a vast society that, that we don't have the connection that small places like France and everything have. So there's right. no, if you start to actually think about it and start saying it and putting it out there, they just shut you down. Right. You know, yeah. oh, well, we'll just cut you off of Facebook or we'll just cut you off of Instagram right. or TikTok because you're saying stuff we don't want to hear. Yeah. It's a, it's also that, I mean, pe- people learned how to work remotely this because, is true. Of, yeah. The pan- yeah. because of the pandemic. And so yeah. they look around them and they say, my friend's wearing shorts sitting in his living room getting paid the same amount as I am, and I got to wake up and be in a warehouse at, at right, the 6 in the morning drums, or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. that has changed. Right, like you can, right. If you work for a, a goal-driven company who's all percentages and numbers and hit your numbers, and we don't care how much time it takes you to do it, wake mm-hmm. up at 10, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. check in on your meetings and, and show us the results, and everyone right. gets paid, and, and huzzah, then... Mm-hmm that's a different mindset than mm-hmm. having company loyalty or, you know, you can right. do that for a little while. And if you don't like it, you can get a different job while never leaving your living room. Right. Know? Yeah. I, I mean, cause I grew up, you know, little, I'm 15, well, I, don't, I guess about 10, 12 years younger than you guys. I grew up with zero fucking hope period. I know a lot of, a lot of us probably did too, but I, I didn't, there was not one ounce of me that thought I'd be doing ever a job that got me to the finish line ever in my life it wasn't even a fucking option you know but i I think that has to do also with your upbringing that it is yeah i mean i was but there's my a lot of my generation feels like that you know what i mean because couldn't buy a house can't buy a house 40 years old make good money still can't buy a fucking house you know what i mean whereas my parents threw fucking you know also my parents don't own houses but (laughs) you know their parents fucking threw 20 grand at a house Mm -hmm. in fucking the 50s now it's worth one million dollars you know you're like fuck it's just rough you know but what you're saying about your parents though is kind of it seems it's not your generation that got cut off at that it's like mine and a little bit right in there is where i never ever 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 thought that i would be able to buy a house there's no way you know and then and things just happened and now i own a house but there's there was no way like i never thought well i'm gonna go work towards getting this job it was i'm gonna go get a job and then i worked that job until i i just can't afford life anymore so i have to find something else and then i go figure it out and then take that next step but there was no goals there was no i didn't have anybody you you know it there wasn't even when Jiggle the houses up? were cheap, I, I I worked at it a little bit, but I just <laughs> couldn't get into catching. Yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, no. I mean, a little we more could than a finger, and market, I'm out, dude. We could clean up. Yeah, all of us, really. I mean, all. Of oh, us. dude, we can get a thing going. We can only fans it up, dude. Yeah, mm. Bro- Bromley fans, yep. dude. <laughs> Bromley fans. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's do it. 
I knew I shouldn't have come here today. I mean, but you also did. And here I am. And yeah. here you are. Yet here you are. My own worst I'm enemy. I'm going to give you the best fucking massage after this. Dude. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't like massages I know at, all. Yeah. at Even, all. Yeah, I know. I get you. Mm. Look how serious <laughs> Yeah. It's so weird because you're, like, you're a, a man who's obsessed with tactile art, yet if a tactile touches you, you will die. You know, yeah. Haymakers so, abound. Haymakers abound. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I've actually the only couple times I've ever seen Brooke get really f- physical was with I think who was it Tim Tim Gross at one point pulled a bottle of lotion out at you once during a scavenger hunt uh, and you're like your N- hands went Nels up. did <laughs> Nels, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I mean it's but it's it is uh it's wild, dude. Like not the not the lotion thing, but well, that is too. But well, no, but to see you get really actually mad is like it's it's a crazy thing, dude. Like. Because I don't know if you know this, Brooke used to be an animal, dude, back in the day. This is the canceled portion of the podcast, by the way. So let's when tell animal, some stories like, here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Well, Brooke's been sober as long as I've ever known him. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, I get that. And the stories about Brooke were legendary, let's yeah. say. Some of them. You know, Nothing well, horrendous. No. One of my, but just you were a fucking party animal, dude. I drank a lot. Yeah. You drank a lot. One of my greatest friends in the whole world, I love him to death got sober at like 16 right yeah and you're like it's 16 dude come on but if you hear the stories man right there's a reason you know and then when he got sober he found that community and grew up with that community to a certain point and it really did help shape him and stuff but yeah see my community was uh full-on drunks right (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh actually my community still is it's still full on full-on drunks (laughs) nothing has changed yeah, no. yeah, but I mean, yeah, you were. I, when did you actually stop drinking? It was twenties, twenty three. Yeah, you like went. You did. How it have all. you managed yeah. to be around all these people? Because he's smarter than us, and he knows. <laughs> he literally <laughs> looks at us and goes, "You fucking no. dumb dumbs, dude." No, well, I honestly, when I stopped drinking, I think that was my my the biggest checkbox. Like, can can I do this? Mm-hmm. Was really can I be around people who that. are drinking all the time? Yeah. Um, at the house or at a bar or right. at a show or whatever. Like, that's on yeah. me. Can I do that? Yeah. And if I can, I don't think I'm going to have that big of a problem. And so that was the, that was it. And it wasn't a problem. You kind of uh, live a little vicariously. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you're around like positive, good time, sure. drunk people, you laugh along with them. Right. You know what I mean? If you're around violent, drunk people, right. then you don't cool want to be around them. Right. You know? So, the former is what we've always had around. Right. Us. Yeah. And I mean, either. the amount of times I've done ridiculous shit drunk at Brooks house and he looks at me and he's like, <laughs> you know, he just gives me a look. I'm like, all right, I'm going to back it off. I'm going to back it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I won't, maybe I won't try to bend his sign over in his front yard. Too. <laughs> or jump kick a can off someone's head off his front wall. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but no, it's it's uh it's crazy, you know, because I've never known you as a as a, as an animal, you know what I mean? Like, and all you know, all Nels will get drunk and tell story. They all fucking tell stories. Yeah, you know if you mean? like, you know, I was I th- there a point? Was there a point where you're like, I I can't after you did something dumb, or you just decide one day? No, it wasn't. So um, so I used to I drank every day, but I used to like it like all good al- alkies mm-hmm. would kind of go pretty hard and then realize it and have be 
super hungover and no money and puking mm-hmm. all the time. So then I would, I would pump the brakes mm-hmm. and I would like, I got into this dumb pattern where I would, uh, like stop for a, a minuscule amount of time and think that I was doing <laughs> like something, <three> something healthy. <laughs> yeah. like, like I would, I would literally mark, we had a calendar in our kitchen and I would mark like, okay, I'm going to stop here mm-hmm. and I'm going to start again here and be like a week. Mm-hmm. And, that didn't do any good. But in my mind, I was like, look at me. I'm, I'm adulting. I'm right adult. now. Yeah. yeah. But then I would kind of, if I was going particularly hard, I would stop for like two weeks. Mm. And that was just enough time to start to kind of get it out of my system, mm-hmm. start to mentally adjust to not being drunk every day while being around drunk people. Right, right. No hangovers. Noticing I have some more money in my wallet. Like, right. But then That's I would huge. just start right again. Right. <laughs> just like, okay, right. the, the day on the calendar is here. Zip. Yeah, yep. here it is. And so uh, one day I was, it was my friend Melissa. I was talking to her, I remember, on the phone. And I was like, this is, this is bad. I'm going to stop for like a month. Mm-hmm. yay and and she was you know she was honest she was like you always do this it's not doing anything mm-hmm. if you really want to feel better why don't you make it something more like a year substantial yeah substantial so at the time my birthday i think it was six months away ish mm-hmm. and she said why don't you stop until your birthday and i was like all right because quite honestly whenever i would start drinking again after like a two week or three week period I always felt kind of guilty. Like, yeah. there was like a, uh, here, yeah. oh man, like I was just Is this starting an intervention. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We've gathered everyone sure. you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Including the dog. Everyone that loves you. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I did. So I, 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 instead of going for like a couple of weeks, I went for six months. Yeah. And then it was my birthday. And then everyone, it was like this party and everyone showed up like, today's the day you're back, you know? <laughs> And so Frank I had the tanks back. Yeah, dude. I had yeah. one beer. Yeah. And it honestly it tasted yeah. bad. Bummed the, me out. The yeah. guilt was just there. I was like, right. I don't I like I'm happy with where I am right I'm now. Yeah. I don't I don't need this. I don't want this. And that was it. I had the one beer on my birthday, and that was the last beer I ever had. That's crazy, yeah. man. And it was more of just the kind of I was proud of myself. I didn't miss being hung over. Yeah. There are there's not many times where I'm like, fuck, I wish I had a beer right now. But like yeah. When we were in Europe, was kind of sure. a bummer because we would spend the night at um, pubs mm-hmm. in the UK, and like, yeah, they would lock the place up, but everyone just kept drinking all night right. inside, and right. I'm the only one not. You know, I was like, oh, here I am in England. I sure would like to have a pint right now. Or right, something, but, right, yeah. You know, once it's out of your system, it's out of your system. Yeah, so. yeah, it's beautiful, dude. What's uh, what's going on with the music? What's up with Spires? Spires have uh, we have a new album coming very soon. It just got. We got the master copy back a couple days ago. Jason is in Europe mm-hmm. um, for a few weeks, so we can't really do anything until he's back, obviously. But we have starting to book shows. We have a show booked next month, uh, June 22nd, mm-hmm. their first show of the year. Okay, so, nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. We got it mastered with uh, this gentleman named Todd Tobias okay. out of Colorado. He's... Um, he does great work. He's awesome. Like I'm a true fan of Todd Tobias, and so for this to to work out was great oh, that cool. he got to work. Who did you on record? Did you guys record it yourself? We recorded most of it ourselves. Yeah. We did um, we did one song with Toshi Kasai. Oh yeah, um, at the yeah. Melbourne studio. God, what a talented son of a bitch! Yeah, it was, that was great. That went in yeah. one day, soup to nuts. Did recorded, right. mixed, and 
got it done and that was great so yeah. got to play dale crover's drum kit nice and, yeah awesome um I'd, I'd been there a few times before, but to actually go down and do it was was neat because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of great records coming out of mm-hmm. that that studio. So it really is. Um, yeah, so one song out of there, the rest we did ourselves, and yeah, it, I, I'm excited. I think it's the best thing we've done. John Johnny Marston is playing bass with us, and oh okay, totally added a, a different vibe. I, right. I don't know, like it's. I think this is kind of a bass guitar album, honestly. Mm. Like there's. The bass lines he came up with are are awesome. They're just way, way better than... He put a lot of thought into it instead of just following along, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I can't wait for people to hear it. When's it dropping, DJ? I'm not sure. When Jason's back, we'll... um, I know the CDs are coming out. We'll put it out online, and then we'll deal with the vinyl. And I think there's a cassette label and blah, blah, blah. But I think we're going to just put it out there so that we can start playing shows. Sure. Basically. That's all I care about. Yeah, man. Honestly. Yeah. For so sure, yeah, I'm excited. It's called "Woke Up Strange," and uh, soon is all I can say. Well, very, yeah, very man. soon. What? Uh, so we need to get a couple things going. Twentieth okay. year scavenger hunt. Okay. Whoever's writing the list, tell them to fucking hurry up. Let's do it. That's not the problem, but okay. That's not the problem. Yeah. What's the problem, you? The pandemic and oh. getting people wanting to do it. And yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Fauci lied, dude. It's over. <laughs> Any erection over there, <laughs> man. Anyway, pandemic's over, dude. Yeah. Time to do it. I'm just saying that's why it hasn't happened. I know, okay. but now it still is amazing. It's still. I want to put Jay in it, dude. He needs to try. Yeah, I mean, I mean look at him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's ready. He, he, he's, I am ready. Yeah. He's there, dude. Definitely ready. He's on vacation right now. This shit's so comfortable. <laughs> I actually bought an outfit that you're going to love for the first time ever. Really? You're going to put some color on? I'm going to put some colors on, dude. Nice. I like when Jay dresses up as like a cheetah or like the world's slowest leopard, you know? (laughs) Like That's my favorite. Like diabetes (laughs) panther or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best band name I've ever heard. Diabetic Panthers, dude. Roast, roast mode. See, yeah. roast you mode. got that, right? See, this is how it works. Yes. That yeah, means yes. I like you. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Oh, and I love it. Oh, shit, oh fuck. Oh. Slowest leopard ever. <laughs> that would have been good for the roast, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I have another one. That's such a fucking bummer, man, that there. we lost that. I know. That was, that was sad. It was so good. Yeah. It was hilarious. That, we have great. some funny friends. It was great. We do have oh some my God, seriously dude. funny friends, man. It was awesome. I didn't know your dad was going to be there, Craig. That was rough. Oof. He goes, apparently everyone thinks I fucked my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh! I'm all, but no! I mean, yeah! Ah! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so who fucking said that, dude? I forgot about that. Yeah, oh my God, dude. I remember I said, um, I didn't know he was there, and then I said... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. He was like to my left, and I and I said, "Oh, <laughs> hi, Mr. Kasama." I was like, yeah. "I haven't seen you since the wedding," you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, um, "Craig's dad raised him to believe that Greek sex is a lot like Greek yogurt. The tasty stuff is on the bottom." <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I looked over, and he's just shaking his head. <laughs> he oh. took it so well, dude. Because I mean, and the real thing is that he married his brother's ex 
wife. You know what I mean? It's not like a fucking thing, but oh my god, dude, I was a fucking that was the only time I was like, yeesh. <laughs> Fuck. You can say whatever you want about me, dude, but my dad might fuck you up. You know what I mean? Your dad has a sense of he, humor. He dude, man. he took he your took it so well. Your man. dad has a great he sense of humor. He thought it was super funny, you know. Great he, literally I, you could tell like two days later he called me. He's like, So what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know, man. Look, I love you, dude. I don't know. I love you, Dad. I love you. You know. I love you. <laughs> You're the one that won the room. Comedy ain't pretty, dude. Yeah, I know. No. I know. I, I'm fine. I'm fine with. The, I'll stand behind every one of my friends all day long. It was except for yeah, Jake Gallo. Really, 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 really. Am yeah. So bummed that that wasn't yeah. captured. Because it really was... Well, it all started with Brooke. Everybody. It all started with Brooke. Because Brooke got roasted on his 40th. Mm-hmm. And it was such a good night, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and fucking Nels and everyone there was like just yeah. on fucking fire, dude. Yeah. And I thought for my 40th, 10 years before me, I want fucking that's what I want. You know what I mean? And I'm glad we did it, dude. And for everyone that was there, it was awesome. You know? I, if, I'd known, if I had known about this thing and for my 50th, I would have tried right. to figure something out, but well, we can roast you. I this couldn't. Year. No, man. Fifty-five. We're we're, no, not yet. 54. We should do involuntary roasts on yeah. people's birthdays. Oh, <laughs> like a raid, but a roast. Yeah. <laughs> like a, you yeah. break down their door and roast them. <laughs> just show up at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, they're still in bed. Full paperwork ready. Amen. That's a great yeah. idea. That's a good idea. I that know. really is a good His idea. His birthday's man. coming up, dude. Which one are you? We guys? don't even have. It doesn't have to be that. We just let's draw a <laughs> name out of a birthday schmirthday. Yeah. I'm saying like a Tuesday night. Yeah. Seriously. Involuntary watch out, roast. Watch out, Spivey. We're coming for you. We're gonna show up in Lockwood Valley at fucking five in the morning, going, "Hey, you know who you look like?" Does Spivey still work on the sex farm thing? Is that yeah? Right? He's yeah. still with sheep, doing Ooh. that thing. Yeah, sex farm. He I have moved no to idea. Yeah, he's he's up and he, it isn't it like a, he, I actually I don't know, so I'm not. Yeah, but he's a of all caretaker. the people that would get offended by this is Spivey for sure. He's a caretaker at a ranch. Oh, okay. So yeah, but he, it's a sex ranch. Is it really? Well, I. What I do you mean it, by a sex ranch? I, I should. In Washington State, a sex ranch is not the I mean, best. Washington thing. State. Oh, we're not. Talking well, yeah, BCLD is legal in Washington State. I mean, you said it was a ranch. You've seen Mr. Hands, right? Yeah, I heard he filmed it. Yeah. You talking about Spivey, Spivey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's only one. Yeah. There's only one Spivey. There's only one. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a whole other man right there, dude. I have yeah, some, I love I've heard some incredible stories him. about him. I love that guy from Joe Morris, who used to be his roommate. You know what I mean? And, really? Oh boy, I'll tell you some off the air. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All those guys are. <clears throat> yeah, you know, all good times. And all right, man. Well, fuck, we did it. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm glad uh, to be asked back, and uh, here I am. I mean. Yeah. You know where I live. You got my number. Hit right. me up. I think uh, I'll be your Ed McMahon every now and then. Absolutely. Good. Be, get rid of Chris. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be nice. Anything to get rid of Chris. Just, and, and keep it white. <laughs> you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Jeez, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Well, there goes the promotions. Later.